Good morning, uh, or maybe good afternoon, depending on where you're at. Uh, yes, Angie, happy Monday to all of you. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Hope things are going well. Uh, before we get started today, uh, I have we, we forgot to announce yesterday that we're wanting to do something to start looking at 2023. And so uh, we would uh, like to invite everyone, uh, especially our, our people here local, and um, even if, if those of you that watch online have some input to this, on the 25th of September, we are uh, at our Sunday service. We're going to ask people to come locked and loaded, ready, prepared with uh, a word for 2023. We want to be able to get out ahead and uh, start preparing and figuring out what action we need to take on the backside of the release of prophetic words. Uh, we will often hear prophetic words released towards the end of the year, uh, right before the new year or uh, on New Year's Day uh, for that year. And that doesn't really give you a lot of time to start looking at what action it is that uh, God would have you take on the backside of the release of that word. And so uh, we want to be able to get prepared, build some strategy to move into 2023, fully prepared and ready for what God has for us. So that's going to be on the 25th of September, our Sunday morning service. We're going to be doing that. And so uh, for those of you here the, that are local with us, be prepared for that. Be ready for that. And we'll talk more about that. I know, uh, We'll talk more about that later this week and then again uh, on Sunday, uh, this next Sunday. So be ready for that. Okay. Um, we finished the last uh, teaching in our, our series of the shepherd's crook, the comfort of discipline yesterday. Uh, and Grace delivered a, a powerful encounter about being comforted. If you didn't get a chance to see that for whatever reason you weren't weren't there or you missed it online yesterday, go back and watch that. There there is there is a great deal that you can take away from that. Uh particularly in letting go of brokenness. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that here in just a minute. Uh so over the last 6 weeks we've talked about uh conviction uh consecrated unpunishable, uh, nourished, uh, conquered, and comforted. Those were the topics that we covered over the last six weeks. And really what we wanted you to understand is that uh, discipline from God is not about um, controlling you. It's not about punishing you. It's not about um, anything other than his goodness for you. It's because of his kindness, his goodness, his mercy, his grace that he brings discipline to our lives, that he brings correction to what it is we're doing because he knows what he has promised us. He knows the, the full life that he has waiting on the other side of the discipline. And so that's why he brings it. It's for your own good. It's for your growth. Right. And I know we 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 talk 
in the general generalities of it's for your good, it's for your growth, and that's not necessarily measurable. But what is it that he's called you into? Because the, the specifics of what he's called you into and the promise that he has for you on the backside of that calling, right? He knows that there's goodness there. And so you can apply this discipline. You can apply the correction that he brings to your life into that. Because then you can start to see, okay, this is exactly what it is for. This character development that he has me going through, it is unto this calling. Not just to the general uh, uh, term of being better, being a better person, uh, doing better, growing. Right. You, you can start to apply something specific and something measurable to that when you look at it in the context of what he's calling you into. So I hope that's helpful a little bit in understanding what it is he's doing. And um, yesterday, Grace, in, in talking about being comforted, uh, she she asked a couple of questions. And one of them I'm paraphrasing here because I, I didn't catch the exact wording, but it's how is God inviting you to lay down brokenness? And on the backside of that, she made a statement. Uh, and again, this is a paraphrase. It's in his kindness that he offends to reveal our hearts. So when he's offending you, he's revealing something that's inside your heart. It's likely some hurt or some, some trauma, some brokenness that he is uh, agitating to bring to the surface so that it can be dealt with, so that it can be let go of, and you can move on healed. You can move on whole and start to see the, the goodness and the promise and what he's calling you into. And so these things are, are stirred up and, and in listening to a song this morning, uh, it is well, it is well with my soul. It was some of the lyrics was about letting go of things and, and knowing that trusting that God has you and is taking care of you. And that this is this all feeds back into that that discipline that he brings for you and how it's actually a good thing for you. And it's something that you should be embracing and and actually taking hold of. Right. And and we talk about wanting to release a word for uh for here over 2023, and, and we're even looking forward to doing that over the church as a whole. We have to be able to get under his discipline first, right? If you can't get under his discipline, how can you expect to open up the future for the church? If you can't get under his discipline, how can you expect to use the keys to the kingdom to unlock what is needed here? Because you're not going to know. Because you won't be disciplined enough to listen to him. You won't be disciplined enough to hear what he's saying, to see what he's showing you, to rightly see the people around you and see what it is that he wants to release to him. And in looking at each of the, the topics for the weeks, you know, and saying, if you can't get under his discipline, how can you expect to open up the future of the church? Well, if you can't be convicted you have to look at 
what are you missing out on because you're not turning to God and the refining fire that he brings? If you can't be convicted, you're missing out on something because there's a refinement that he's bringing you into, right? A a, a sharpening. He's preparing you for your calling even more through that conviction. And if you can't be consecrated, what are you missing when you go forth as kings and priests? Right? What is it that you're missing? When you step out as a priest to clear the spiritual air, when you step out as a king to take dominion, what are you missing because you can't be consecrated? If you can't know you're unpunishable, what understanding are you missing in how God is showing up for you? And we've talked about this a lot lately. Is God is showing up in a way that makes us uncomfortable right now. And and that's, that's a difficult thing to go through. Yes. But if you don't know that you're unpunishable, you're going to misread what it is God's doing and how it is he's showing up for you. And and you're going to see it as unrighteous judgment and you're going to see it as punishment and you're going to see it as cruel and you're going to see it as harsh. Everything it's not. And if you can't be nourished, what are you missing because you aren't searching out a matter? Right. You have to be able to go and search these things out. So when you are led to the lush green pasture and he's trying and the, the good shepherd's trying to cause you to eat in this lush pasture, if you aren't searching out each of these things, what is it you're missing out on? Because you can't be nourished. And if you can't be conquered What are you missing because you aren't recognizing Jesus as the King of Kings? This is, this is an important aspect of this whole thing, right? He is a King. And so what are you missing out on? Because you aren't recognizing Jesus as the King of Kings. And if you can't be comforted, What are you missing because of a refusal to deal with hurt and offense? When you refuse to deal with these things and you stuff them down, they're not going to stay there. It might, it might happen for a little while. You might be able to be comforted for a short amount of time, but if you are refusing to deal with hurt and offense, it's going to come back up. It's not going to stay stuffed down. You can't sweep it under a rug and think that it's going to be okay. It's just not going to work that way. So there in those, those questions uh, and looking at, there's a lot of being and and there's a a little knowing uh, yet there's no doing. So the discipline that God is bringing you, it brings you into right being. It brings you into some understanding. 
right? This, this discipline and correction, it's going to show you a right way to do things on the backside. But in the moment, don't focus specifically on doing. What is he wanting you to be? What is he wanting you to know? And that's going to inform what it is you need to do. Okay. So in this whole discussion about discipline, we have to be able to be the ones that are comforted by the discipline of the father. We have to be able to be the ones that are comforted by the correction that he brings. We have to be able to be the ones that are comforted in the knowing that he has our best interests in mind. Uh, even when he has the fire turned up and is in the process of refining you, right? It, we have to know that it's for our good. We as the church, we have to be the ones that are leading others to see that it is because of God's kindness and mercy and grace that he is in fact bringing discipline and correction to your life. And why? Because he knows the good things he has for you uh, when you say yes to what he's calling you into. And we talked about that earlier. If you can't lead others to see that, uh, then you have to start asking yourself some questions. You have to know that you are the ones who are leading people in this area, showing them what discipline and correction are all about. So if you can't lead others into that, you have to ask yourself a, a few questions. Do I really understand comfort? Well, probably not, or we would be complaining less and celebrating more, right? When, when he is bringing things up and stirring them up and, and poking at our offense, Right. It's it's to bring us into comfort. It's so he can deal with it. We can deal with it. And move on, be able to set that down, let it go and trust that he is taking us in the right place. Right. You have to ask, do I really understand what God is doing right now? Probably not. Or we would stop holding on to pet sins and, and the disgusting idolatry that is taking the place of relationship with God. Right, we have to ask, do I really understand who he wants to be right now? Uh, uh, apparently not. Or we would stop trying to be our own provider. Uh, we would stop clinging tightly to a victim status simply because that's how our society says that uh, you get attention. You know, the more... Um, small your your victim status is you know the the more uh exclusive or unique that victim status is the more attention you get and that's what we can learn from a society about being a victim it allows you to get attention it's not the attention you want but it gets you attention right so do i really understand who he wants to be for me right now if I don't, then how am I going to understand who he wants to be for my family or my business or my city? Do you see how this, this 
rapidly starts to build and like if we are called to be leaders on the earth as the church stepping out of the kingdom and bringing that kingdom with us wherever we go if you can't understand who he wants to be for you right now how are you going to be able to understand it for anyone else another question is do i really understand his strength and if you aren't able to lead people in into discipline and correction and show them that it's good and be able to model that for them, I would say you really don't understand his strength and because we would stop trying to steady the very presence of God for ourselves and everyone around us, right? As if our arrogance and pride are that strong. Are your arrogance and pride that strong that you think you can steady the presence of God? Do I really understand his goodness? And I wonder if we do, because we can't seem to understand that it is in his love and goodness. He desires to bring us uh, into an outlandishly abundant life. We know that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. Right. But what did Jesus say on the backside of that? What did he come to do to give you life and life more abundantly? Right. To give you that outlandishly abundant life. And finally, the, the last question is, is what do I really know about the kingdom? And I'm not sure because we love to search for Jesus. Only in, in soft meadows where we are only going to feel good. You know, we, we refer to that as, as squishy Jesus, you know, it's all lovey dovey. There's no correction. It's all nice pats on the head and, and attaboy. Good job. But where's, where is the, the love that corrects and disciplines and, and sets us on the path to godliness? You know, what do I really know about the kingdom? Not sure, you know, because we fail to address him as king. And I would even go so far as to you might want to try out the words, your majesty, King Jesus. To help you get in the mindset of understanding who he is when he comes as the king of kings. We need to recognize that as well. What I know right now is that we are in a period where the fear of the Lord better hold a prominent place in your life. And that's not to say that, that it shouldn't always hold a prominent place in your life. But in this present period of time, uh, the holiness that God is calling us into, your reverence for who he is, is more important uh, than I can express to you with my limited vocabulary. If, if you haven't grasped all that we're trying to open up for you as it relates to discipline by now, the only thing I can say to you is 
You need to delight in the fear of the Lord. When you do, you're going to start to unlock wisdom and you're going to be able to start rightly seeing who God is when he shows up for you in different ways. It's going to bring you a level of comfort to know that his discipline truly is for your good. You're going to understand that the character that he's building in you through correction is setting you on the path of godliness. That's going to start with the fear of the Lord. It's going to start when you delight in that. You have to, you have to get on board with how he is choosing to show up in your life. Delight in the fear of the Lord. Get on board with how he's choosing to show up in your life. If you can't do that, you're going to have a difficult time. And you're going to misread and and misunderstand and misjudge what it is that he's doing for you. You're You're going to not be able to see where it is that he's taking you. And then finally, you have to allow him to expand you. Most of these things that we're talking about aren't necessarily going to feel good. Expansion isn't always going to feel good because it's a stretching. Right? It's an enlargement process that moves you from where you are into a new space. And that change is going to feel uncomfortable. The the fire of correction and refinement and discipline doesn't necessarily feel comfortable. The abrasive, the abrasiveness of sharpening is not necessarily going to feel comfortable. But you have to allow it. You can't resist it. And you might even want to want to take on the mindset of not just allowing it, but embracing it, seeking it out, searching for the next opportunity to be sharpened. The next opportunity to step into correction and say, oh, OK. Now I have a fuller picture of what's going on around me. God's bringing me into a greater fullness of who I am what I'm called into, what I can bring to to the people around me, how I can serve them better. We can't miss what it is that he's doing in discipline. That's really what I want you to be able to to take away from this thing it is, is looking at this rightly and then running to him. Don't run away because it's, it's uncomfortable. Gosh, run to him. If you start to run away because the, the refinement and correction that he's bringing you is uncomfortable, you might, you're, taking the hurt, you're taking brokenness and and things he's wanting to deal with and stuffing them back down, finding a new rug to shove them under and sweep them under. doesn't work. 
He's going to continue to pursue you. He's going to continue to turn up the fire. So turn to him. Embrace it. It's not punishment. It's not harsh. It's not mean. We have to drop what we know in this natural uh, reality that we have and start looking from a kingdom perspective. Because you're going to find that our understanding and what we think we know about certain topics, particularly discipline, isn't, isn't right. We don't have a good picture of it because it hasn't been modeled here on earth correctly. That, that is too associated with punishment in our natural knowledge, in our natural understanding. And if that's what we're taking uh, understanding from and basing decisions on, we're not operating in the spirit of wisdom. All right. That's all I'm going to say. But I thank you for the discipline that you bring us. I thank you for the correction that you, you carry us into, that you offer to us. I thank you that we can find comfort from this. I thank you that you love us so, so much that you would do this for us, that you wouldn't just allow us to to enter into things that just aren't for our good and just continue to, to just put your arm around us and, and pat us on the shoulder and say, attaboy. Cause that's not going to bring us into, into what it is that you have for us. I thank you that you love us that much. And right now I release over everybody that is is watching and hearing this, even in the replay, I release over you eyes to see and ears to hear what it is that God is doing right now in your life. Eyes to see and ears to hear how it is he is showing up for you, that you rightly perceive it and you rightly embrace it and take hold of it. In Jesus' name. I hope you have a great week and I really do hope that you take this into your time of, of prayer this week, into your uh, chats with Jesus and, and have a discussion with him about it. Ask him how he's showing up for you right now. Rightly perceive it. If you feel like, uh, there's a refinement being uh, built up inside you right now. He's taking you through a refining fire. Talk to him about it. Have a discussion. Don't run away from it. Yeah, I like you see in the comments, join us Wednesday at, um, I think that's supposed to say 9 a.m. Control. Uh, 9 a.m. Central Wednesday, join us uh, for 
an edited chapter we are going to be talking about justice. It's going to be some conversation, and it's going to be useful for you in being able to bring up this subject more about what God's doing by showing up for the church at large. All right, check out uh, 9 a.m. Central Time. Uh, we look forward to that chat. And then later this week, Friday, 10 a.m. Friday, Angie will be on with Life Up Here. All right, have a great week. Bye.